Welcome to Speak English Now podcast with your host, Georgiana. The podcast that will help you to speak English fluently with no grammar and no textbooks. Hi everyone, I'm Georgiana, founder of SpeakEnglishPodcast.com. My mission is to help you to speak English fluently and confidently. In today's episode, I'll talk about the most common symptoms that we experience when we're sick or ill. Later, you'll practice grammar with a point-of-view story. Awesome! Let's get started! As you've probably noticed, I've been sick for the last two weeks. It started with a sore throat, fever, cough, feeling weak. It wasn't the flu, but pharyngitis or bronchitis. I know what you're thinking. It sounds even worse than it actually feels, right? When we are ill, we don't rest well and we start remembering how well we feel when we're healthy. I'm better now, even though I still have a cough. I wanted to thank you for all the messages of support. I've also been recommended to try out some home remedies to help improve my health. Apart from the syrup and the pills that my doctor has prescribed me, I've tried out ginger tea with lemon and honey, cinnamon with honey, and I've been eating foods which contain plenty of garlic and onion. All these days, I've eaten veggie soup. I just wasn't in the mood to eat solid meals. Over the last two weeks, I've been focusing on the health topic and I've decided to share with you some basic symptoms. What do you think? It's always useful to know some expressions related to this topic. Like this, if you find yourself in a country where they speak English and something happens to you, you'll be able to communicate much better with the doctors there. In this lesson, I'll help you to describe some of the most common symptoms that we experience when we're ill or sick. When we want to ask someone about their health, it's very common to use the word feel. Here are some examples. You don't look too well. Are you feeling ill? Yeah, I don't feel well. I'd better go home. If someone says, I don't feel well, you could ask him or her, What's the matter with you? Are you well? Let's see some of the most common symptoms. A symptom is a manifestation of what's happening to you. Let's have a look at this conversation. I don't feel well. Oh, what's the matter with you? Well, I have a headache. You see, the word headache is a symptom. By the way, there are different ways to specify that your head hurts. You could say, my head hurts. Or, I have a headache. But you could also say that I feel a lot of pain in my head. In that case, you should probably go to the hospital because then it means that you're experiencing a severe discomfort, which can't just be ignored. 
For example, yesterday I suddenly felt a lot of stomach pain. They took me to the hospital where they found out that I had appendicitis. The word ache is similar to pain, but it's usually used to refer to a less severe type of discomfort that can continue longer than pain. It's less urgent. We could say that we have a headache, a stomach ache, a backache, or a heartache. These are very common examples. Be careful when you're using the word heartache. Bear in mind that heartache is used to refer to a type of emotional pain. For example, if you're in love with someone and this person breaks your heart or he simply doesn't care about you, you could say, he's causing me a lot of heartache. When something is bothering you, your doctor prescribes medicine or drugs. Then you take the medicine. For example, yesterday the doctor prescribed these pills. I have to take three pills a day. Okay, let's take a closer look at the most common symptoms you may have. I don't want any of them. Let's see an example with having a cough or coughing. I don't feel very well. What's wrong with you? I have a lot of coughs, especially at night. Oh, sorry. Are you taking any syrup? Syrup, by the way, is one of the medicines that can help you avoid coughing. Inflammation. Almost any part of your body can become swollen. There are many reasons for this. For example, in my case, the last two weeks my throat was swollen and it hurt. You can also get an inflammation from a blow. For example, my foot became very swollen after a blow. Fever. Fever is an increase in body temperature. Having a fever is very normal if you have the flu. For example, I have fever and my throat is swollen. I think I have the flu. Fatigue. Fatigue is the same as tiredness. When we are fatigued, it means that we're tired, that we have no energy. Sometimes a disease causes fatigue. We have no energy and we don't know why. I have an example. Jim suffered from fatigue after not getting any good sleep for a whole week. Let's continue with indigestion. Let's look at a couple of examples. My stomach hurts. I think I have indigestion. I feel very sick. If you eat that mayonnaise, it'll make you sick. I know that no one likes to talk about this, but let's continue with nausea, vomiting. After enjoying a delicious meal, the last thing you want is to feel nauseous. Nausea is the desire to vomit. You can also have nausea without vomiting though. For example, I don't feel very well after eating the chocolate cake I kept from last year. I feel nauseous and I think I'm gonna throw up.
Dizziness. If you feel dizzy for a long time, it's best to see a doctor. Dizziness is a word that is often used to describe two different feelings: lightheadedness or vertigo. Lightheadedness is a feeling that you're about to faint or pass out. This feeling often goes away or improves when you lie down. If lightheadedness gets worse, it can lead to a feeling of fainting. Vertigo, however, is a feeling that you and your surroundings are moving when there's no actual movement. You may have trouble walking or standing, and you may lose your balance and fall. Let's talk about another symptom: low or high blood pressure. And what can cause dizziness? Well, one of the reasons is high blood pressure. An example: I was sitting, I got up, and now I'm dizzy. Ah,、oh, do you have high blood pressure? Difficulty breathing. It's very important to see a doctor if you notice this difficulty. If you can't breathe, I don't think you're gonna be alive for long. Sometimes this breathing difficulty is caused by anxiety. It's what doctors call a psychosomatic effect, but we're not going to get into that specific vocabulary. This isn't a podcast focused on English medicine. Awesome! So far, we've seen vocabulary and expressions related to health. Now you'll practice with a point of view story. This kind of story will help you to improve your English grammar. It's very simple. I tell you the same story more than once. Every time. I change a grammatical aspect, so you can see how grammar changes, and you can compare. You just have to listen. Let's start with the story told in the third person in the past. Mr. Pete was a man who always experienced health problems. As he was very organized, he planned the week as follows: on Monday. He got up coughing a lot. He was coughing so much that the police and firemen came to see what was going on. On Tuesdays, he felt fatigued. He was tired all day. Even when he blinked, he felt tired. He also had difficulty breathing. He tried not to blink too much and breathe as little as possible, just in case. He didn't eat anything on Wednesdays. He would always get a stomachache that day of the week. And even if he didn't eat anything at all, he still had the same symptoms. In ninety percent of cases, he was also nauseous. Thursday wasn't a bad day for him. He only had a high fever and chills during the day. On Fridays, he suffered from low blood pressure on even hours and high blood pressure on odd hours. He also experienced constant dizziness. One day, he decided to visit the doctor, and the doctor said, "Mr. Pete, you're in perfect health, but I have to say, 
I've never seen such a hypochondriac. I'll prescribe a drug with fantastic placebo effects. And from that day on, Mr. Pete had never been sick again. Awesome! I've told you the story in the third person in the past. Now I'll explain it to you in the first person in the past from Mr. Pete's point of view. I was a man who always experienced health problems. As I was very organized, I planned the week as follows. On Mondays, I got up coughing a lot. I was coughing so much that the police and firemen came to see what was going on. On Tuesdays, I felt fatigued. I was tired all day. I felt tired even when I blinked. I also had difficulty breathing. I tried not to blink too much and breathe as little as possible, just in case. I didn't eat anything on Wednesdays because I would always get a stomachache. Even if I didn't eat anything at all, I still had the same symptoms. In 90% of cases, I was also nauseous. Thursday wasn't such a bad day for me. I only had a high fever and chills during the day. On Fridays, I suffered from low blood pressure on even hours and high blood pressure on odd hours. I also experienced constant dizziness. One day, I decided to visit the doctor and the doctor said, Mr. Pete, you're in perfect health. But I have to say, I've never seen such a hypochondriac. I'll prescribe a drug with fantastic placebo effects. And from that day on, I have never been sick again. Poor Mr. Pete. He was a hypochondriac, but he got cured with a placebo medicine. Perfect. This is the end of this funny point of view story. I really hope that you've enjoyed it. Now imagine a whole story told this way. It's incredible how much you can learn using this method. Instead of having to memorize boring grammar rules, you can use this method to learn grammar. It's more enjoyable, but also more effective. My new English course, the Enchanted course, will help you to improve your spoken English and your grammar. It will take your English to an advanced level. Go to EnchantedCourse.com and bring your spoken English to an advanced level. I will come back with a new episode next week. Bye-bye! Did you enjoy today's episode? Get the transcript now at SpeakEnglishPodcast.com SpeakEnglishPodcast.com